Hey, welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. Today we are going to be getting into the spirit of Halloween. So I have some really fun ghost stories to share with you. Don't worry, these aren't going to be too scary or anything. It's just going to kind of get us in that little spooky mood, okay? And I am going to start off with a very personal story that happened when my uncle was growing up. So get cozy and get ready for some ghost stories. You can consider this the spirit stories edition, if you will, because it has been a minute since we've done one of those. So starting off with a very first story is my uncle Bob. So my uncle Bob, when this happened, he was probably, I believe about seven or eight years old and the family was having a picnic outside and as far as I know that there was tables outside there was a lot of family and even friends over and they were just having the celebration and to my knowledge it wasn't for any particular reason but just to get the family together it was sunshine and beautiful outside well my uncle Bob went into the house to use the bathroom And the story says is that when he was in the bathroom, apparently, the ghost that lived in this house that they have said they've seen several times before, the one with the polka dot dress on, apparently, I guess she wore a red dress with white polka dots. And on this particular day, she either came into the bathroom or she walked by the bathroom door, scaring the bejesus out of my uncle in fact my uncle was so incredibly scared that he raced down the stairs and out the back door screaming his little head off with his pants still around his ankles so you know that that one is a story that he was never ever able to live down probably for a majority of his life I always thought that was a cute story, even though I was always scared of the woman in the red dress, but luckily they had long since moved out of that house when I was born. So I hope you like that little mini ghost story. And now we are going to go on to our next, which is from AmericanFolklore.net. And this one is entitled, I'm Coming Down Now. And this is how the story goes. There was an abandoned house sitting in the middle of a fancy neighborhood in Calgary that nobody would go near, and I mean nobody. Now, my pal Albert was the agent in charge of selling the haunted house, and he tried everything in his power to close the deal. But folks were too plumb scared to make an offer, even at rock-bottom prices. Finally, Albert lit on the notion of selling the house site unseen to a rich slicker from the States, because this is a Canadian story. He, it worked like a charm, too, until the day the city slicker decided he wanted to visit the property after all. Albert was all set to take the fellow there at high noon, but the city slicker's train was delayed, so it wasn't until after dinner that the two men set off for the haunted house. It was a dark and rainy night, but early enough in the evening that a ghost might still be resting. At least, Albert hoped this would be the case. Albert unlocked the front door, and it opened with a creak. Albert swallowed nervously, but the city slicker just chuckled and said something about atmosphere. Albert relaxed a bit and wondered if he shouldn't have raised the price a bit. The two men entered a tall foyer, absolutely festooned with dusty cobwebs. Creepy, 
the city slicker said enthusiastically. He bounded energetically into the center of the foyer. Come to me, foul spirits! He rushed loudly down the hall. Immediately the whole house rang with a sinister, unearthly chuckle. Then an unearthly voice boomed. I am coming down now. The city slicker jumped and then turned to Albert with a happy grin. Great special effects. How did you do that? I didn't, Albert said, his teeth chattering. He backed up until he hit the front door and stood there with his hand on the knob. I'm coming down now. The voice boomed again, and the city slicker's grin slipped a bit. He looked at Albert, frightened posture, and then followed the agent's gaze towards the stairs. A bright light exploded into the being at the top of the steps and quickly resolved into a sinister green head with flaming eyes, crazy hair, and fangs instead of teeth. The head opened its mouth and screamed a terrible high-pitched sound that scraped across the nerves. As the head began rolling down the stairs and towards the two men, Albert's nerve broke and a moment later he was halfway down the road, his own scream rivaling that the spectator in the house behind him. It wasn't until he almost was home that he realized that he had company. The city slicker was running along beside him. Mister, I don't think I want that house at all, he painted. Why not? asked the hauntingly familiar voice. Albert and the city slicker looked over and saw the green head with flaming red eyes keeping pace with them as they raced down the street. Must have been the asking price, the floating head said conversationally to Albert. The real estate agent shrieked even louder than a city slicker and ran away so fast that his shoes made sparks against the pavement. The next day, Albert quit his jobs and moved to Vancouver, where he spent the rest of his life working on a fishing boat. And the haunted house fell into ruin and was eventually tore down. OMG, WTF, couldn't you seriously imagine that? I don't know about you, but I do not know what I would do with myself, especially if a ghost was chasing me down the street. Are you kidding me? And apparently it's just a head. That is freaking crazy. I don't even know. So now I want to share with you a story that I may or may not have permission to share. Ooh, I might get in trouble for this one. And it is my husband's ghost story. Can you believe that this former skeptic, okay, actually had his own experience seeing a ghost? Are you freaking kidding me? He's seen it with his own eyeballs. So, the story is when he lived in his childhood home in Detroit. Now, just let you know, his family still lives there, all right? So, this ghost might still be there. And his bedroom was in the attic, okay? And how it's set up in these old Detroit homes is that they're big enough to be rooms and there was actually two rooms up there. And that this time he was the only child and he was just laying to go down to bed and just kind of chilling. And there was a walkway, kind of like a door frame, if you will, to get to the other room, which then at the time I believe was a library. Well, while he was sitting there chilling on his bed one day, and I have to say he was maybe, I don't know, 10 years old or so, I believe the story goes, and like all of a sudden, it was like he seen this apparition of a ghost from like her feet to maybe like her legs, and she was walking through that doorway from one room to the other. He describes it as being 
kind of clear but also defined like he could see her foot apparently like she was wearing some kind of dress and he could see her feet taking steps to walk he was like he thought that he was out of his mind he was crazy that's what he thought but he know what he's seen he knew that he's seen this and apparently she took a few steps before it even disappeared but it is very interesting that it was only like the bottom half of her that he's seen and i think it's kind of funny too because we all want to see ghosts i bet you there's a lot of ghosts that want us to see them too right but the thing is it takes a lot of energy to manifest in that way so i wonder if it was an accident you know on the ghost's part and then another thing too is like why didn't she ever visit again right so maybe she only had enough energy to do her feet and her legs it's kind of funny right all right for our next story, we are moving over to themoonlitroad.com. Don't worry if you want to check out these ghost stories and a few more. I will be leaving the link to these sites in the comments. Now, this one is actually kid-friendly. So, if you want to tell this story again to your kiddos, it will be completely fine. Maybe you will find it cute. All right, let's get started into this story. In the town of Blakeslee, Arkansas, there was a house that everyone knew was haunted. It was an old neglected house on the side street in the oldest part of town. Sometimes the most wonderful smells issued from the house and filled the street with heavenly odor of fresh baked bread. Whenever that happened, people would say that the old house must have been a bakery, or the very least, the former home of a fabulous baker. Sometimes the neighbors would hear the sound of music and laughter coming from the empty house as if there was a wonderful party in full swing. Whenever that happened, the neighbors would look at each other and say, It sounds like a nice party. I wish I was invited. Whatever ghosts haunted the old house, they were benign and friendly ghosts. But even the friendliest spirits are scary and no one ever really actually went inside this house. How? The pastor accompanied the man to the house. As they approached the block the house was on, the pastor smelled a delicious smell. What's that wonderful smell, he asked. It's the ghost baking bread, the man replied. When they got closer, the pastor stopped to listen. He turned to the man and inquired, I hear music. Is someone having a party? It's the ghost having a party, replied the man. They went inside and looked around the empty house. The pastor sat at a table while the man looked for something to serve his guest. He found an old bottle of whiskey and poured a glass for the pastor and one for himself. They toasted each other's health and drink. So you moved from Little Rock to Blakesley, said the pastor. My parents live in Little Rock. I know the town well. The man, it turned out, knew some of the pastor's relatives. They talked and joked about things they had in common and felt a friendship growing. They were having such a pleasant time that before they knew it, three hours had passed. They were gone so long the man's wife began to get nervous. He went down to the pastor's house a few hours ago, she said to herself. Maybe the ghost got him. So she picked herself up and went to the pastor's house and introduced herself to the pastor's wife. Together they pooled their misgivings about ghosts and their worries about their husbands and went to the haunted house together. They peeked in the windows and saw the two men sitting at the table drinking, laughing, and having a good time. The wives joined their husbands and found out they had much to talk about. The laughing and talking attracted the neighbors who stopped by and induced themselves. Pretty soon the kitchen was filled with smell of cooking. A neighbor brought his fiddle and another brought his guitar and just like that there was a party. The old house filled with real smells and real laughter. It was alive again and that of course was what it wanted all along. From this day 
the old house came alive again and its ghosts were laid to rest to never have been seen or heard from again. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I love that last story so much. I feel like it just kind of tickles and warms my heart again. And see, not all crazy ghost stuff and woohoo paranormal things have to be like scary. So I hope you enjoyed these stories. And if you have one, definitely shout them out to me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com or any of my social medias because I want to hear them. And I will be seeing you next Wednesday. Mm-hmm.